Welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is the very funny comedian Joe White, who himself has been in the news this week. He was performing at a sold-out show at the Fringe Festival here in Perth when an audience member yelled out a racial slur at him. We chat about what that word means to him, what it evokes in him, and how he handled that in that very difficult situation as a comedian mid-performance. Fascinating chat, really worth listening to. If you enjoy this podcast, feel free to tell some friends about it so that we can keep making it. Please feel free to follow Joe on Instagram and check out his live shows in Perth, Sydney and Melbourne that are coming up. I've got shows as well in Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane just went on sale. So feel free to head to my website, michaelshafer.com to see me live. But without further ado, let's get into the best intro music in the business. And then after that, it'll be me chatting to Joe White. Joe White, thanks for coming on the pod, mate. Michelle Schaefer, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for the correct pronunciation of my name. Uh, everyone knows that I actually am French uh, in heart, at heart, so thank you. Um, mate, usually, uh, you know, comedians come on the podcast and we chat about the news and what's happened that week. Yeah. Uh, and excitingly, yeah. you are the news yeah, this, this week, week yeah. which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're in the news not for, I guess, the reasons you would normally want to be in the news for, yeah. but you've got a crazy story. So you were performing in in Perth at the festival that's happening here at the moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you want to tell our dear listeners what happened? Yeah, so I was. it was a Friday night show. Uh, it was a sold-out show, so we had 70-seater capacity. Um, and the show was going great. Within the first minute or two, we know what type of crowd we're in for. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I can always tell within 30 seconds. 30 usually. seconds? I can 30 seconds. Yeah. I can usually tell by um, how much they clap when I, when I announce myself yeah. to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> the other night I announced myself to the stage yeah. and people stopped clapping when I was still probably like 10 meters away from wow. the stage. Yeah. So I just walked onto silence and I was like, wow, you guys uh, don't <laughs> give a shit about welcoming <laughs> me to the stage. Fair enough. <laughs> You're behind uh, the curtains in the God mic and you're like, give it up for Michael Schaefer. <laughs> and no one gives it up. And everyone's just like... <laughs> like... We'll give it up when he does something good. That's yeah. what we'll do. Why should we clap for you? We paid already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so, so yeah, you're doing the show. It's a, it's a good show. It's, yeah, you're feeling it's it. Good show. Two minutes in. I'm like, this is amazing. Uh, probably about 20 minutes in. You know, I'm doing crowd work and stuff. Obviously, that's what ties up the show. Yeah. Uh, getting to know everyone. It's the intimate show. Everyone can see everyone. Yeah. Um, and then I was doing jokes and there was a very strange laugh that stood out in the crowd. Mm. And, you know, as a comedian, you address everything in the room and you're like, oh, that called me, you know, that laugh. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting laugh, you know. Yes. Just want to make sure that you're actually laughing and it's not a, an emergency situation, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've had like, I mean, I'm sure we've all had those experiences as comedians. Yeah. I remember I was once performing and, uh, sorry, not to interrupt your story, but I was once no, in performing right. and um, I heard like a, almost a laugh slash a cackle from the back of 
the room yeah. and uh, someone had gone into cardiac arrest. Uh, I was performing on a cruise ship, so like oh, yeah, heaps of sense. old people. <laughs> and um, someone went into cardiac arrest yeah. and um, had to obviously stop the show and yeah. they um, had to get emergency crew in and, and you know, oh, whatever, wow. do CPR, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next day, the guy was okay. The next day, the guy, you know, was taken off the ship and Dude. taken to a hospital. And then people said to me, Michael, how was the show last night? And I was like, I'm, I think it was good. Like, I'm pretty sure I killed him. So, <laughs> you know, it's always a good sign. But sorry, yeah. so yeah, you have to investigate this weird sound that's coming yeah. at so the back I, of the crowd. Yeah, so I was like, uh, so I went to address her and he said, no, I'm just having a good time. That's it. You know, I'm just having a good time. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, what's your name? He gave me his name. Where are you from? And he said where he was from, which was south south of the river, and I'm in the north of the river. Okay. Um, so I was just making the Swan River that yeah. divides Perth. Yeah. The, yes, yes, yes. The bridge. The so, bridge. <laughs> there's that bridge. Once you go over, it's a different world. And then oh, okay. This way, it's a different world. Interesting. Yeah. Can like, I just say something about the Swan River, which yeah. is like when I got here in Perth? Jellyfish, the... lots of them. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I went um, for a walk along it maybe like last week, and I've never seen so many jet skis in my life, just wow. like in the middle of a day on a Wednesday. Wow. And I was like, yeah. I can see why people move to Perth. You, yeah. just, you move here, you get a jet ski, you're having a great yeah. time. It's all that mining money. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's all those FIFO guys. They um, that's how they spend their time off. Yeah, hundred percent. Going on that, on going on the river on the jet ski. A lot of fun. So, so yeah, fun, so, yeah. So he's from south of the river. This um, bloke. So he's from south of the river, so, and I'm from the north of the river, and we're mm-hmm. both from rough areas, but south and north. So I was just like, right. Oh, um, your area is pretty much. You know, they're my area of the south, and he's like, yeah, you know, because we're obviously bonding and stuff. And then yeah. his partner was from a rich area, and I said, oh, you got yourself one from a rich area, nice. You're trying to move out just like me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like laughing. He's like, yeah, she's from a rich area, and and then I think, you know, usually when the audience over contributes, you tr- and they they don't do a good job. Yeah, you know, they they like they do inappropriate jokes or they're they're bombing or they're heading down uh, like a very edgy line. So he was doing some stuff and it was very misogynistic. It was just putting her down. Oh, so uh, he was making like kind of misogynistic yeah. jokes about his partner. Yeah, right. so he was putting her down and so and, and everyone, how did the crowd react to that? Because that creates a weird vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, the yeah. crowd's like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And you have to go. I got this. And then you have to get him back for her to even that up. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I was doing that and I said, uh, I was doing a joke where I go, but then as soon as I realized what type of humor he had, which was when he was talking, it was putting her down and stuff. And I thought, mm. I'll quickly get laughs out of this and move on yeah, you know, sure. to someone else. Sure, sure, sure. Because um, I think as a comedian, you kind of know also pretty early who to, uh, avoid. <laughs> who, who to speak to and who not to speak yeah. to. And sometimes you start speaking to someone, you're like, oh, I've made a grave mistake here. Yeah, 100%. They're um, either too drunk or they're on something or they're just not the right person. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, f- um, the area she's from, like, that's a nice area. This is how I knew it was a nice area. I was walking around and a cyclist came past and uh, he didn't use the bell on the bike. He just goes, bye. And I was like, oh, sorry. And I moved out of the way. And he was like, that's all right, buddy. Have a lovely day. I'm like, you never hear that where I'm from yeah. or where he's from, which is her partner. Yeah. If that was where he's from, all you would hear is move out of the way, followed by, hey, that's my bike. Yeah. Right? And everyone laughs and he's clapping. And I went, okay, that's my cue to move on now. Great, perfect. Very <laughs> yeah? professional piece yeah. of crowd work. I love yeah, it. Great. I was like, cap it, move on This now, should you know? not be a news story so yeah. far. So far, this is just a comedian doing his job this yeah. is good i moved on and then he kept putting his hands up he's putting then, his hands up yeah and like he's see, in school yeah so that's uh, you know that i was have his, a question <laughs> can 
can I go to the bathroom? Dude, just go. It's fine. You don't have to ask. Dude, it was so disturbing. So I had to like address it. So he keeps putting up his hand and kind of, it's obviously, you know, it's kind of a, a, a an intimate show. So yeah, can everyone see can see it and it's noticeable when someone's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So when they do that, everyone's like doing this one. I'm like, okay, he's got his hands up. Let's see what he has to say. I go, what do you want to say? Mm. He goes, oh, I told her to choose you. I said, you'll be funny because you're, and he gave me the N word, right? Right. And then I just went. Oh, no oh. <laughs> We were having such a great time Why would you do this oh. To me <laughs> And I looked at everyone And they're all like oh. Yeah so the crowd's like, like freaking out Where do we go from here In my head Shit. I'm like Where do we go from here Like do we end the show here? What do we do? You know, I'm like, everybody paid and I don't want this to be the last thing they remember about my show. Was this like the end of towards the end of the no, show? No, no, there was still half an hour left. Oh, okay, cool, Man, cool. He, oh, was, yeah. he got in early, you know? Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. he decided to rock that boat really <laughs> early. You know, when you're like... <laughs> Sailing beautifully And then someone gets up And they're like doo, 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 doo. He decided to do it early man It's crazy to me Because To do it when there's 30 minutes left of the show Like mm. his plan is to Say the n-word publicly <laughs> yeah. And then sit in the crowd Of strangers yeah. For another yeah. 30 minutes With a stink bomb going off <laughs> like, And then let's just see what happens It's like you don't fart In an elevator When yeah. you're going up To the penthouse And you're still on the ground floor Dude, dude. Like, <laughs> You're gonna you sit in that shit you're about to get off Exactly I mean yeah. just I mean obviously Not the smartest guy in the room um, That's insane insane yeah. um also just for context probably should have said this at the start but you're an ethiopian comedian well you're an ethiopian yeah. australian but your family's from ethiopia yeah and so, so um, ethiopians born in sudan raised in perth oh so you're you were born in sudan yeah oh okay so i thought you were born here so no, no so you were born in sudan, sudan you came yeah. across, and how when did you come did to australia speak a word of english when i came here oh really yeah so i'm very well educated <laughs> uh, well you Thank speak you better english than that fucking idiot um <laughs> so and and so just for context so when did you move to perth uh, 98, we moved here. 98. And how old are you now? Uh, so, I came when I was 11. I'm 37 now. I just turned 37 on Valentine's Day. Mazel tov. Yeah. Oh, so your birthday is Valentine's Day. Am I supposed Day. to dance or do something when you say mazel tov? <laughs> that would be great, yeah. yeah if it's, you not, could. it's not racist, is it? <laughs> mazel tov. Uh, start doing samba and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a samba. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Well, Jews aren't famous for their dancing, yeah. whereas you people, you guys can fucking kill it. So, that's <laughs> yeah. fine, you know. Just do the shoulder twerk. Yeah, mazel tov, mom. Um, so yeah. you moved here when um, eleven. I was when you were eleven. Fantastic. Yeah. And so um, obviously, you know, you've been in Australia for a very long time. Yeah. Have you experienced um, the N word before? Oh or? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all the time. Right. Growing up, you experienced it all the time. When you're growing yeah. up, or when you're at school? Like uh, not at school because you know you'll you'll see everyone at school, but more so at. Um, like when, when we're, I remember when we used to go to the city all the time and hang out around Maccas, random cars will just drive by and just yell it at you. Shit. Um, you know, my, my younger brother's got a story of how he was uh, dating this Aussie girl and he said we were just going for a romantic walk and someone drove past, yelled out a racial slur and threw um, uh, an egg at him and her, but missed him and got her. Ugh. So he, he felt so helpless. You know? Oh, that's so Imagine bad. how traumatizing that is for both of them. Yeah. And he was young too. He was probably like 17 or something. Oh, that's awful because yeah. I thought that's really kind of a But it did turn experience. him off uh, Caucasian girls because he's married to one. Mazel And they're having their first kid. She's so lovely. She's so lovely. Well, please pass along my mazel Yeah, I will. So you have, obviously you've experienced it a bit in your life. But this is the first time you've experienced it, what, on stage? 
Twitch. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, because when when I'm with my uh, with my African mates, and then you know, car drives past and yells at us, and we're young, and you know, we we don't have any responsibilities. We don't care about you know uh, being like trying to handle it empath like uh, compassionately or you know being empathetic. Like we would just let the rage out because we're just young, you know. So when a car drove past and like would scream the n word at us, we're all yelling at the car, or right. trying to chase it, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, and there's no audiences watching you and going, "You better handle this properly," or there's no there's no crowd that you have to worry about their safety. You know? It's so much harder yeah. when it's on stage yeah. and you have a like an obligation to you do the other sixty nine people in the room who have paid money to see you who are having a good time. Hundred percent. So you can't just you know, stop yeah. the show. Yeah. And, and also I know better now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I know better as an adult and also, um, you know, I'm a performer. I understand the you know social contract that I have with my audience when they come mm. and I want to provide that environment where it's safe for them to have a good laugh and go home yeah. and then come back to see me again. I don't want them to come yeah. and then a situation happens. I see it happening. I don't do anything. I freeze and then it escalates into a very uncomfortable or violent situation and my audience is traumatized yeah. and they don't come back. Like, forget that. Man, it's such... I reckon that's got to be like the hardest position to be in as a comedian. Like, you're walking this incredibly tough tightrope. Plus, you probably have to manage your own emotions as well at oh, the yeah. time because... I mean, geez, if someone, you know, called me like a fucking Jew like that or something mm. in the middle of a show. Hitler lover. You're like, how dare you call me a Hitler lover? <laughs> yeah, it's I'm quite, offended. <laughs> I'm quite the opposite of a Hitler lover, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I have so much, um, I guess, I mean, I can't relate to being called the N-word, but I have a lot yeah. of empathy for how difficult that would be as a comedian in that situation where you're mm. trying to keep the audience on side in a very, very strange environment where the vibe has just changed in an instant. Yeah. So, so yeah, tell me, what did, yeah. you, what did you do? As How did you react? As soon as he said it, I was just like, oh, no. Because, mm. uh, you know, like the way I address uh, any traumatic situation in my life is with a bit of comedy. Yeah, you know? of course. Like, so I was just like, oh, no, why it's would like, you say that How word? do you make it funny that he said the yeah. N word. That's and just quick question before we move on. Were there other black people no, in the crowd? No, there wasn't. Okay, and that's the other thing that worked do you think in that's my good or favor. Bad? Yeah. That's good. Okay, that's good. Because yeah. do you think someone might have gotten up and oh, hit dude, him in the if head? my brother was there, <laughs> if my friends were there, if just another black person, a young black man, were there, and he said the N word like that, you think they're gonna be like, Joe, you've got this. We'll just sit here while you do half an hour. No, they're not gonna trust me. They'll be like. Great show, Joe. Keep going. But uh, we're going to have to punch this guy. So we could either do it now or you could like wrap up this show. I'm or you could tell everyone to turn around and close their eyes. You know, and don't. I'm imagining like them just like taking him outside, beating the crap out of him. And like you can hear the punches landing. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like still in the venue. Just like, anyway, so I was on the tram on the way. Here, just doing your show. So anything interesting happened yeah. lately, guys? No worries. That's just my family outside taking care of a little bit of problem. Um, yeah, so that helped a lot, man, because uh, the, like not having black people at that particular show helped a lot. Yeah, right? okay. in, it helped in terms of controlling the situation. Yes, because um, as soon as he said the N word, everybody went, <gasps> looked at him, and they went, <gasps> looked at me. Yeah, it's like what do we do? Mm. You lead. You know, how do you feel? Yeah, and so my job was safety, mm. but also. 
um, I have to give p- these people what they're paid for. Mm. Um, and that's uh, like a, a, a beautiful experience with me because I, I want them to come back. Right? Yeah, of course. You so, want to have a good time. So I said, don't worry, guys. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> this is the first time it's happened to me, right? And obviously they're like, okay, hopefully this has happened before. Yeah. Like we don't want to, but hopefully it has. I love it in their and mind. They're like, I really hope he's been called the N-word so yeah. many times before so he knows how to handle with this. Yeah. And, but uh, the good thing as well about me is my default face is a smile. Like my nervous default face. Like when I don't know what, what to do and I'm uncomfortable, I just mm, smile. So yeah. I went, don't worry guys. I know exactly what i'm doing okay trust me yeah and i'm like i have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> in my head i'm like okay think of the training you took for this you know what i mean yeah okay like, there's no training you're yeah. screwed <laughs> you deal with it here and there so you're having flashbacks to these yeah. training manuals that were just all empty you're like oh they didn't cover this in the comedy like, school <laughs> come on they didn't cover this in the blm movement yeah. <laughs> it was crazy um and so I was just like, I said, come down. I know what I'm doing. I was like, why would you say that? That's a terrible word. I said, look how uncomfortable you made everyone. Yeah, you got to address that. You sucked the energy out of this room. And everyone's butthole is tight now, thanks to you. Mm. This is what I have to work with. That's terrible. Why would you say that? Yeah. That's insane. That's what I said to him. And then I was like, don't worry, guys. I'll keep coming back to him and I'm not done with him. And so they were like, good. Right. But straight away, myself and the audience, our reaction to what he did, we conveyed that message of like disapproval and discomfort. Yeah, this is not okay. It's not okay. And how did um, he, so when you. um, He was just laughing, unaware. He was laughing. Dude, he was so unaware to what he had just done. Wow. Yeah, because he just, he just thought it was okay and that it was like, I was cool and he was cool. And because we were cool that he could. What an incredible achievement of self-delusion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you, ever, do you ever like envy people like that who well, are just like so unaware <laughs> of how much they're <laughs> fucking up everyone else's day that <laughs> they're just always in a good mood? Because if they knew, surely they'd be like, ugh, I, I'm, I'm a bad person. Yeah. But just that level of delusion almost uh, protects them and keeps them in this really happy, stupid bubble. But someone needs to pull them aside, right? So yeah. situations like this don't happen. Yes. Do you think he said it with... Um, Malice intent? Yeah, that's my question. No. Okay, so he was just saying it because he felt like he's at a comedy show, we're all just having fun, Yeah. nothing is to be taken seriously. Yeah. He's not saying it because, I mean, I don't know what he is. I'm not sure if he's racist or not, but he's not saying it to necessarily like hurt your feelings or something. Yeah. I mean, he was almost trying to say it as a compliment almost he was like saying oh this guy will be funny yeah so I guess he's not saying it with malice he's just do you think he's just more stupid than racist Uh, yes yeah but the way he said it is what shocked everyone yeah and made it he might as well be a racist yeah because we don't everyone don't know him I, I literally spoke to him for about maybe two minutes or a minute even yeah before like you know it happened yeah but the issue here is like myself and you we're comedians all our experiences um, combined from the gigs that we've done coming up to now, mm. we've been in so many different rooms and settings, we know how to read a person so well compared to an average person. Yeah, I right? think that's true. Yeah. So straight away, like I know from what the experiences, I like talking to him quickly, I was like, okay, this guy's not a racist, but he's an idiot. Yeah. He probably grew up with black friends and they told him he could say it or mm-hmm. he's probably said it before and he's one of those, I don't give a shit, I'll just say it. Yeah. But the thing is now he's out and about in public, yeah. right? And we, like I said, we have a social contract. Like this is what we don't do in public. So we don't traumatize each other. This is why we have laws, rules and regulations. Yeah. Right? And so he 
he's not a racist, but he's an idiot. Yes. And he, unaware to what he's just done. And also, the way he said it made it even 10 times worse. I said, you'll be funny because you're a bam. Mm. You know? He didn't even go, you funny, my N-word. You know? <laughs> he, <laughs> you know? he, he, if he said that, I'm gonna, I would have went, hey, that's not on. <laughs> but, you know, I see what you're doing, but that's not on. You would have given and, him a fist pump uh, and, and moved on. No, well, no I wouldn't go that far, a fist pump. I'll just be like, hey, please don't do that. You know? And everybody else, I'm sure, would not have been shocked. Right. Because right? they would have went, oh, I heard this before. It's a term of endearment. Right. I've heard it in rap or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way he said it, dude... Mm. You know, it just sound like he started his own KKK meeting in that little section yeah. and everybody went, we don't want to be part of this. <laughs> Dude, it was hectic. And so I had to deal with it, right? And I think it helped me regulate my emotions better because I knew, I didn't think, I didn't, I can't say I knew, but I didn't think it came with malice intent. Yeah. So that's why I was able to handle it a little bit better as well. But also the fact that I've been in that situation before where someone has called me the N-word and I didn't let it trigger me. Mm. I handled it calmly yeah. uh, as an adult. Um, but first time on stage in front of a crowd where I have to educate someone while everyone's listening, mm. right? Um, but we did that. And I also did that trust fund bit on him. I was like, oh, do you get hit? Did you get hit growing up? And he's like, yeah. I said, clearly not not hard enough. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I got hit. And I'm like, with what? Like a trust fund, you know? And then crowd laughs. Yeah, great. And then he, I'm like, don't worry, guys. I'll keep coming back to him. In my head, I'm thinking, come on, time. I just need to do my time on stage. Yeah. And then we can get to the bottom of it properly after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So then when the show finished, I said, guys, I've enjoyed every single one of you here tonight. Thank you so much for spending it with me, except for that dickhead. <laughs> yeah. And everyone went, yeah, finally, address. Him directly, it's like the bubble, yeah. He bursted it, you, know? you have to do it, yeah. And you know what he did when I said that everyone's clapping? He was like hands up in the air, about to give me a standing ovation, man. Yeah, wow. So, you wonder if you got a fan for life? That's exciting. I don't think I got a fan for life because he waited for me at the venue while I was outside. Oh, shit. And so, he wanted to speak to you afterwards, yeah. He just wanted to speak to me, and okay. then he left. And then I came back in the venue, and the ushers are like, Oh, the guy's waiting for you outside, and I said. Awesome. Let's have this chat now. Oh, so you were yeah. kind of happy to meet the oh, guy 100%, chat? 100%. Because it's closure. Right? Okay. Like, interesting. I, don't wanna, I want closure. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. know why. And I want, I want him to know in a very, even more direct way that it was not okay. Can I say, I think that's very good of you yeah. because it sounds like this guy's a dumb guy who doesn't understand like what he's saying and doing. Yeah. And even though you address it in the show, in the context of a comedy show, he might still think it's, okay, it's yeah. all just jokes. Like he's making fun of me, but he's actually not that upset. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think to take the time to chat to a guy like that afterwards is really big of you. I'm not sure if I would do the same, but yeah, yeah that's really impressive. So how did that yeah. conversation go? Dude, I, I was like, you know, again, big smile on my face. Let's do this, you know? Um, just I, as soon as I walked out, I saw him. He saw me, and he was just like, "Yeah, there's that guy. That, that was an awesome show, man." Okay, so he's gone from yeah. N-word to guy now. That's a, that's an improvement, dude. That's it improvement. was an like, awesome show. As soon as I came, he's like, "You killed that man," and I grabbed his hand. I was like, "No, you killed it, man." Right. I was like, "Why would you say that?" He's like, "What?" 
I was like, why would you call me the N-word in a room full of like Caucasian people where I'm the only black person there? Yeah. Oh, you put me in a spot like that? I go, and that's not, that. do you know what that word means, you know? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 that's not how I meant it. I said, man, that word is the last word a lot of black people heard before they got killed, before they got thrown off boats, before they were used as crocodile baits, before they were like mutilated, right? Mm. That's the last word they heard. It's a word that makes them feel subhuman and inferior. I was like, why would you do that? Mm. And then he just goes, no, no, oh man, I'm so sorry. That's not how I meant it. Mm. that's not how I meant it just kept saying I'm so sorry that's not how I meant it but he was slurring his speech at the same time so I think there might have been alcohol or whatever yeah you know? I mean you'd think you'd have to have something in your <clears throat> system to be that yeah. deluded or dumb yeah yeah. and I just couldn't take for that's not how I meant it I said okay let me ask you this I was like why did you feel it was okay to say it do you have black friends growing up that told you it was okay to say it is mm. that why you said it like I'm genuinely trying to understand what in his head made him go, this is a good time to call Joe the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Look at Joe with a smile, dancing, time to shit all over his parade. Hey, gonna, yeah. This is going to help. Yeah. I don't think the N-word has ever helped. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, let's put him on a stool and kick it off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he goes, no, no, no. I was like, you can't do that, man. You can't. You've traumatized everyone in there. Mm. You know, that's what I said. I said like, there's people in there that are going to be thinking about this now. Do you know what, though? Sorry, and again, sorry to interrupt. But no, just this is very um, Michael Schaefer of you. <laughs> I've spoken to your missus and she's thinking of divorcing you because of this behavior. <laughs> I, do, I do keep it. I've just got so many questions and thoughts about your story because I think what's fascinating from an audience perspective who were in that show is that they got a very, I'm not saying it was a good experience, but they got a very unique experience. Like they saw a live show that was different to any other show that oh, yeah. any other person has ever seen from you they mm. saw you navigate an incredibly challenging situation and still get laughs and be funny yeah so from an audience perspective obviously they would not want to go through that yeah but i think what's interesting is that and this is people come to live comedy yeah. to see the live elements yeah and i'm not saying this is a good element at all no but from an audience's perspective they got an incredible insight into you as a person and as a comedian dude uh, uh that night an audience, this is how I knew the audience members were thinking about what happened. Yeah. I got a message from So you the got audience. a, okay, yeah. So this is the message. I'd I love to see what people so have said to you, yeah. This is one from an audience member who said, hey bro, was at your show tonight at Pleasure Garden? This is at 2.40 a.m. Because <laughs> they've been thinking about it. 2.40, so you know they were thinking about it. They probably <laughs> didn't sleep. So what this guy what? traumatized my audience member. This is not what, what I wanted. What time was your show? Oh, like it started at 8 o'clock and okay. finished about like 9 o'clock. So this guy's been thinking about this message for about yeah. When I read this and I saw the time, I went, damn that guy that said the N-word. You know? In fact, the guy probably started crafting the message in the middle of the show. Dude. Like, hey, dude, I got to tell you, it's, it's going to be okay, yeah. I promise. And then he stopped midway, went got therapy and went, yeah. I got to finish this message. Um, I need closure as well. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at 2.40 a.m. So I did my best to try and provide this environment where my audience was safe and left happy, laughing, completed, and that they're going to come back and stuff, right? Mm, great. I didn't want them to go home and be traumatized by an experience so at 2 40 a.m it's hey bro was at your show tonight at pleasure gardens you handled that fella with the n-word heckle so well me and my mates just talking about it and we disappointed none of us stood up to push back and left it on you oh, anyway wow. like i said you handled it like a professional appreciate your show man keep doing your thing Wow. Right? That's what he sent. But that's a beautiful message. It's a beautiful message. Fascinating insight into the what's going on in the audience at that point. Yeah. What do you... Did you... I mean, did you feel 
let down listen if there was black people in the audience i wouldn't be getting this message <laughs> they'd be like hey bro sorry i had to mess up that guy man he really he needed to be hospitalized you know anyway if you can come anyways, my bail that'd be great anyways i got you my n-word <laughs> you know? that's what the message would have read yeah yeah but yeah. I, I appreciated this guy's um input and also like i asked the audience to stay calm and trust that i know what i'm doing yes which is what i wanted them to do which is what they and did and you and you proved that you <clears throat> did know what you were doing a hundred percent because everybody we left that venue safe yeah you know and, and so but and so the you're guy was educated afterwards he was like i won't do it again i'm sorry he shaked my hand and uh we left it at that so you feel like you made a difference with that guy yeah so yeah. i responded to to this uh person because i felt bad and i said this this audience maybe you responded yeah, to. Yes. i said hey buddy thanks for your message and kind words it's appreciated very much you and your mates did the right thing by trusting me to deal with it Great. it's what i would have preferred when the audiences get involved emotions can run high and it could escalate to violence yeah and my number one concern is my audience safety yeah right so true. i said thanks for not being reactive yes. and uh, trusting me to deal yes. with it which ensured the safety of everyone else yes maybe do you think that's part of the mindset why people don't speak up because on like public transport or trains whenever there's like a racial attack in a public sphere because you know you always see those videos of someone being racist on a bus or a train or something mm. and then uh, there's a lot of people who are standing back and just watching and not getting involved yeah what do you think is going through those people's wasn't minds wasn't there a psychological research that was done to understand that environment and it showed that when there is more people mm. very likely that someone will get involved to help but if it's just you and the the situation yeah. you're more likely to get involved yeah because everyone's was, relying on the next person to do something yes. and we're all in this you go you i go. think it was i can't remember the name of that study but it began when there was a this was many years ago a woman was murdered in like a public a parking lot or something mm. and you know she was screaming and there was lots of noise and heaps of people in the surrounding buildings and apartments heard the screams but because everyone thinks oh there's heaps of other people around someone else will intervene no one does anything yeah so i think that phenomenon also kind of happens on yeah, if you're on a bus or a train and you witness something yeah. awful, often you think, oh, it's okay. There's heaps of other people here who will step in. Yeah, Maybe that's what they also thought in your show. There's 70 people. 100%. Someone yeah. else will do it. Also, he's got the microphone. 100%. Maybe yeah. we should leave it up to him to do. Yes, it's his job. He's the leader. Let's mm. follow the leader. But there is also clearly that sense of guilt as well that is yeah. mixed in too because the people, that guy who messaged you felt mm. guilty that he didn't yeah. say or do something. Yeah, 100%. I'm not saying that's right or wrong to feel guilty in that situation look i um obviously uh, understand where he's coming from mm. but that's definitely uh not what i want him to feel and yeah like, i don't he think did he's the right a, thing. i don't think anyone's a bad person for yeah. not stepping in in that situation yeah he did the right thing otherwise you know if there was like i said other black people there because it's so personal mm. that they would have went yeah we're not going to do this compassionately um they might take matters into their own head. Like if my brother was there, I'd just be narrating the fight. Okay, guys, uh, if you just sit still, can we please clear the back aisle? Yes, they're going to fall that way. I know he's, the way he fights. You'd be like Joe Rogan, you know, commentating the UFC uh, fights. Be like, oh, he's got him in a headlock. His ground and pound game is incredible. <laughs> or like Bruce Buffer, it's time. Yeah. And then the lights, it's time lights to watch on. the racist get pummeled. <laughs> and then, yeah, you just see them go at it. Um, 
it was crazy, but we got through it. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, it got picked up in the media. And a lot of people had their own opinions, hundreds of comments too, how they would have handled it. Right. Um, and yeah, there's many different ways to handle it. And they, you know, uh, black people who get called the N-word have every right to be upset and angry, mm. you know, and, and that's within their rights. But I guess I handled it, you know, with empathy and compassion because I want to reflect the society I want to live in. Yeah. Right? As much as that makes me sound like a politician giving a speech. Makes you sound like, like Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gandhi say? Be the change you want to see the in the world, right? Be the change you want to see, yeah. So that's how I handled it. And Would you say you also have a dream that, that one, one day, day <laughs> people that will be judged? I'll get a bigger tent instead of a 70-seater. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a 240-seater. And then because of the situation, they moved me up to a 240-seater, right? Oh, great. And then I'm like... I want to go back to my 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is if uh, that racist dude has any mates, please come along to the 240 seat. Uh, really yeah. need to fill up those We seats. need to fill it up, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping you'd call me the N-word and I could post about this. Mate, let's do it. Let's go That'd viral. amazing. Let's bloody Why do not? it. Do you know, um, this is my, uh, I mean, this is my only experience um, with that word. This was a few years ago. I was... Um, in Adelaide with a few comedians at the Adelaide Fringe. Yeah. And one night we went out and went to karaoke. And I, I've i never done karaoke before. I'd had a couple of drinks. And all the other comedians I'm with are like, Michael, do do a song, do it, join us all, do a song. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do a song. So I'm going yeah. through the list of songs they've got. I'm like, oh, well, I'm a big fan of Kanye and a lot of his <laughs> stuff. So I was like, let's do, I was drunk and I was like, let's do Gold Digger, right? Yeah. And I presume that they're going to do the radio you know, PG edit of mm. the song Gold Digger. Yeah. But instead they do the original uncut yeah, okay. version of Gold Digger. Yeah. So I'm going up there to sing Gold Digger and on the screen, I'm just saying so many N-words yeah. pop up. I'm like, yeah. shit, 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 <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Yeah, like looking left, right, center. <laughs> looking for the and everyone's just like looking at me like with their phones, like uh, waiting for me to fuck up so they can cancel me. And uh, the funniest thing was uh, I was with Dane Simpson, who's a very, very funny indigenous comedian. Uh, and I'm like, Dane, fucking come up here and help, help, help. <laughs> and Dane is watching like just laughing so hard because he was one of the guys that bullied me into doing the karaoke yeah. and, and it didn't occur to any of us that uh, they would be playing that version of the song yeah. so uh, it was just for three minutes just me just like it's just staring, staring at, at this fucking screen and all Dude. these people staring at me being like don't you hectic. fucking do it mate I was like yeah. I'm not gonna do it <laughs> it's hectic man I've been in situations like that where I'm in the club um and, you know, the, the song comes on and it's Chris Brown and you got all these people around. There's no black people. You know, it's just me and one other person. Right. And everyone's just like, N-word, N-word, N-word. That's my N-word, N-word. And oh, you're just shit. like, N-word, N-word. <laughs> What do you do? What do you do? Mind you, I mean, what would you prefer? That they all look at you and they're like, can we say it? Like, yeah. what's all, what they do we all do? look at me and go, can we say it? And I go, you're kind of cute. If I have your number, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> Just use it to your advantage. Yeah. There's my reparations. <laughs> Give me your number. My reparations are your phone number. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, man, I think you handled it like an absolute champ. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that it, I think a, a, a less experienced comedian or a less um, level-headed comedian, because you're a pretty... I've known you for a few years and you've always been very chill, like down to earth, just very like focused, professional mm. in everything you do. And, you know, I, I th 
it doesn't surprise me that you handled it the way that you did and so well, but I still think it's very impressive. Thank you, man. And you know, the crazy part is, uh, you know how they can leave you reviews uh, not uh, on the shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the so, shows, so, yeah, so um, for our listeners and, and viewers, so at this particular festival, when people come along to a show, they can write a public review mm. online. So, yeah, so did people write public yeah, reviews? Yeah, someone wrote and they said, I was there on the night of the incident. I saw yeah. them hanging out before, laughing, talking, and then I saw them hanging out again after, laughing, talking, anything for cheap publicity. And I was like, what? I set it up. Someone oh, they the thought N-word. you had set it up. Dude, I sent the uh, screenshots to uh, the festival. That is and I insane. Said, this is slanderous and posted with no context. Please remove it. Yeah. And then they said, we're so sorry. They removed it. They said, we'll get in touch with the customer and uh, have a chat with them. I was like... What and and some comedians will also go, uh, come on man, send that person to my show, and I'm like, send what person? And then I go, oh my god. So there are some people out there who think it was staged. It was staged, yeah. But you know, it's, well, there's always that insane. No matter whenever an incident happens in public, that's weird. Yeah. People always presume it was staged. Like remember the conspiracy Chris- theory. <laughs> well, remember the the yeah. Imagine- Would that be my first conspiracy? Theory? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're the victim of a conspiracy theory. Um, well, you remember when like no, I would um, like to claim this. Remember when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? Yeah. And everyone goes, "Oh, it was staged," it was so staged, that Chris yeah. Rock could sell a bunch more tickets for his yeah. tour. And I'm like, I don't think it was that staged because I don't think Will Smith nor Chris Rock are that good an actor. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, the way he, uh, Will Smith stepped back and leaned in and yeah. the way Chris Rock took it, that's too painful. I think maybe... He makes way too much money to accept a hit like that yeah, yeah, without yeah. a stunt double or something. You know, I mean, that's an insane review from that person to leave about your show. But it yeah. does show like kind of like almost like a hell how well that you dealt with it that someone thought yeah. he's dealing with this so well that's what it I thought must as well. be it must be planned dude that's I guess so that's little, almost a compliment a little part of me was like yeah okay maybe this is a compliment you know? <laughs> but then a big part of me was like no this is slanderous you yeah know? yeah yeah it's stupid to think that I would set up someone to call me the n-word yeah it's like, crazy I'm pretty you know good but I'm not that smart <laughs> you know what I mean Michael like I love being strategic but I'm not that strategic well, I'll put it this way if oh, it happens if it happens every night for the rest of the festival I'm going to be like I reckon Joe's fucking knows what he's doing (laughs) then it's like uh, my mom comes and says the n-word I'm like (laughs) okay mom (laughs) someone's already been here you just got an audio recording of it now that plays through the speakers at some point in the show who said that oh man it's crazy we've been recording almost every show and then our phone devices uh, the storage was full so uh, that night we're like, we just want to record. It's all right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have fun with it. Yeah. And then no, don't like, say that. That just leads should. more into this conspiracy. I know. I know it does. But <laughs> like, to be honest, I don't care anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is what it is. It, it has happened. Um, and I've moved on from it. Yeah. Um, I've dealt with it the way I would deal with anything in my life, you know, with a, like, like handle it with grace. You know that saying, handle it with grace, otherwise it will stay in your face. Right, that's a nice saying. Is that yeah. Gandhi as well? No, that's Les Brown. That's a black Gandhi right <laughs> okay. there. Les Brown's pretty good. That's my guy, you know? Okay. Uh, he got me through a lot of hard stuff. So if you need to get through some tough personal situations, Les Brown's your man. Okay, good to know. Good um, to know. So yeah, that was some of his quotes. So I just, yeah, I just, do, that's how I am in my personal life. Like I choose peace. I choose, you know, uh, harmony. 
but I also work out and I train, you know, so it's like I'm ready to protect that piece if anything. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean like train just physically, but mentally as well. Yes. You know, like mentally you're equipped and ready when you step out that, you know, or even like on our devices, our phones and stuff, the messages and comments, you get a lot of bad comments. I don't know how you handle it, man. <laughs> like, I do not know. I'm like, why would you even publicize this? But you're like, no, I don't give a shit. They're kind of funny. <laughs> That's how you know you're them. married. You know, you got, you're happy, you're married. you got a beautiful <laughs> person. Nothing that these people say care. in my comments is, could be anything worse than what my wife could do to yeah, me. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, do your worst internet. Uh, There's dude. nothing that could cut me deeper than my wife just giving me a look across the room that conveys so something so much more scathing than anything you could write in a comment section that's hectic man that you just like handle it with grace as well it's beautiful it's funny it's some of them make me laugh man i just go i can't believe you are reading these comments i remember the one thing on the fringe reviews that um from audience members from like 2020 i believe it was Mm -hmm. i was in in bed with my ex-girlfriend well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but ex-girlfriend now. And it was like really late at night, you know, you're getting ready to go to bed. And I don't know if your wife does this to you, but she was so upset. And I go, what's wrong, babe? And she goes, oh, and shows me the review on her phone. <laughs> and I read it, and buddy. That's so funny that she showed it to you. Yeah. <laughs> She's Googling your own reviews. Dude, I was like, why would you show me this? I can't sleep now because the review was pretty bad. It started with, as a fellow African, and I went, Oh uh, no, that's a bad start. <laughs> he called me like all show, no action. He was like a cheap nightclub owner. Ah. Oh. So you know, like in some parts of Africa you have people who dress up in suits and stuff and they're like, Yeah, I own a nightclub, come to my nightclub. <laughs> and then you go to their nightclub and it's like a bathroom. <laughs> so that's all I kept thinking. So I'm like, this guy sees me wearing suits. Then he came to my show and I was the cheap nightclub. Well, maybe owner. he thought he was going to a nightclub. You know, maybe he thought... No, I know what he meant. <laughs> I could not sleep, man. I was just like, cheap nightclub owner, cheap nightclub <laughs> owner. And then I was I must break up with this girl. That's not why I broke up with her, but we ended up breaking up. Yeah, I don't I don't like but, that, she's, uh, that she's showing you bad reviews online. At night as yeah. well. Uh, right before you're trying to go to oh sleep. Oh my God. Did this guy at least do you the courtesy of, gi- of giving you the N-word in his own review? No. Oh, that's disgusting. Didn't even say From a fellow better. African, that's yeah. so disappointing. He could have ended it with do better my n-word <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did it so i knew that it was malice intent behind his review. yeah that's that's malice that's malicious <laughs> and you know what the guy that called me the n-word uh, at the fringe uh, when he went all over the news and stuff yeah uh, everyone is like oh you know this bloody white person racist you know did this did that and then i'm like well the guy was asian surprise oh. <laughs> he was asian oh that's a great reveal at the end of all this yeah do you know what's fascinating i thought the dude was white like in my mind i mm. pictured him as a white dude which just shows how racist i am yeah that not all white people are racist and yeah. some asian people are racist yep so not all white people are racist only 99.9 no, no, i'm joking i'm joking but, but you know i um in the media, I didn't tell him what uh, race the person was because, mm. like, he wasn't black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and I felt... We've worked that out, yeah. Yeah. And if you're not black, you have no business saying it. Mm. You know? And if you if you do say it and you get pulled up, then, you know, that person has every right to pull you up. Even when you're black and you do say the N-word, there is some black people. I have a, a friend, uh, I don't know if you know Dante, uh, African-American. No. So Dante... He told me, he was teaching me how to write comedy and all that stuff. And he said, uh, don't, don't say the N-word, Joe. If you do say it, he said, don't talk to me. 
And I was like, yeah, I go, why? So he's a black comedian. He yeah. said to you, don't say the N-word in comedy or just in your life? Just in general, right. in your life. And why did he say that to and you? And it's a good question because I'm like, oh, I can I can say it. I'm black, you know, and uh, I mean it like in term, like in, 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 in demon terms of uh, endearment. That's, mm. that's how I mean it. Yeah. And he said, he told me, he goes, I, I have, you know, uh, slavery in my family. And a lot of my family, before they died, this is the last word they heard. Yeah. This is what happened to them. And he will tell you, man. And he said, so when I hear that word, it really offends me. And I respect that. Even from other black guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I respect that. I said, okay, I won't do it around you. (laughs) 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 No, I said, I won't do it. So I I avoid doing it. That's Um, interesting. I mean, I haven't heard... But I grew up doing it. So sometimes I do say it. Yeah. But um, to my friends, like my black friends and stuff. Yeah. But... I, I don't say it on stage. Uh, and when I did, maybe the first... I, I've, in the almost 10 years we've been doing this, I've only uh, said it like three times from memory. Yeah. Maybe two times. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing about my act that invites that word. Yes. Except for my skin color. Yes. You know? That's a very... I've never, yeah, I haven't heard that perspective before. Because I thought he was going to say, don't say it because then you're almost like normalizing its use amongst other people. Yeah, that also is another case. Yeah. But also like uh, black people, we go, no, nah, we can say it. We're black. It's like, okay, cool. You can say it. But if it offends another black person and they said, can you please not say it? Just respect that. Yeah. You know, let's no. live in harmony, you know? Easy Just to go, do Okay, that. cool, man. I won't say it. I always say no one else can say Jew. So, you know, only I can say Jew. Yeah. Everyone else has to say um, cool guy. So, um, <laughs> you can just respect they that. They have to call you with what you identify as cool guy. <laughs> I know that's cool guy. Let's so. ask your wife. She'll just go, this fucking idiot. <laughs> this fucking Jew over here. Oh, why did I marry this idiot? <laughs> Mate, thanks for coming on the pod. It's so great to um, chat to you properly about all this and just get some more insight into you. Uh, tell me just before we wrap up, where can my listeners find you? You've got some extra shows in Perth this week and then are you heading around the country? Yeah, so I'm I'm doing Perth Fringe and then I'm doing uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I'll be doing Sydney Comedy Festival as well. Great. And then I'm doing a, a solo at uh, Good Chat in Brisbane. Great. And that's on sale already. Um, and then I'm working on Edinburgh. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And follow you at Joe White Comedian. Uh, yeah, right? Joe White underscore official on, on Instagram. Uh, or Don't just follow all those unofficial Joe Whites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't trust them. Yeah. Joe, uh, is, is it Joe White Maltings? The the beer. Don't follow. Yeah, no. Don't follow the beer. <laughs> don't follow them. They're good. Um, or just Joe White comedian on Google, and we'll take you to all my work. And Mate. you can read about the racist slur that happened. Yeah, you yeah, read the article. The I mean, I read the articles. I thought that's why I was like, I want to chat to you. So, oh, yeah. yeah awesome, yeah, yeah. man. Well, you know, finally. I, I was see like, you, why am I reading articles when I know, know the dude? I can send him a message and be like, come on the pod. Let's chat. Let's find dude, out what I saw all the, all the people you have in your podcast and I was like, that podcast needs diversity. <laughs> you know? So I'm glad an incident happened and we've added that diversity to your, uh, your podcast. You know what? It's so important mm. that, you know, um, you know, you know, we have a go at that guy, but it mm. brought us together on this podcast. 100%. So, you know, I said on the show, I'm like, how many of you heard of me because of the situation? They go, yeah, we're here to support. We bought tickets. And I was like, thank God he called me then. Because <laughs> here we are, you know, but let's not do it again. <laughs> Unless we need to sell out bigger theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you just let me know and I'll, I'll pop in and I'll, I'll, I'll yell it out during Thanks, the show man. if you need. Just yell it out and then run. And then run. Fuck out. And then go, you're welcome, Joe. It's Michael, by the way. <laughs> and then you're like, Thanks, Jew. And then. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, mate. Thank you, buddy.